very spooky. Welcome in everybody, this is the South Lot Football Guys Podcast, back with the week 7 episode, ready to get into all the uh, action with you guys uh, here, as always, with Robbie and Adam, uh, ready to break down another week. How we doing, guys? Oh, good to be back. You know, miss, missed that last week, you know. Probably a good week for for us to, to be off the air a little bit, but yeah, yeah, um, it was a little bit disturbing that I was down with the sickness, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, no episode last week. Yeah, I had a couple people out of town, and then uh, I I was uh, out sick, so um, got our picks in. If you follow us online, you could see you weren't missing much though, um, especially with the the podcast parlay. Uh, you didn't want to be a part of that. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like we do better when we kind of talk through it uh, as a group. Oh, I definitely know. feel better I, about I, it. I, I yeah. feel a lot better about picks when, when we're able to do that. But yeah, unfortunately, not last week. Yeah, text text messages don't don't do the same as talking it out. Yeah. Um, speaking of these picks, we might as well just uh, remind everybody or enlighten those that weren't aware. So um, we'll start it off. We can do, we can do the podcast uh, parlay to start it off here. Do we need to? Yeah, we got to Just real quick. Uh, Jags money line. So I missed. Yeah, that was close. Um, and then, yeah, I, it shouldn't have even been that close, though. I, I don't know. Colts. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's any person in the NFL right now I hate more than Matt Ryan. Yeah, he's as, frustrating. As an individual. Yeah. Yeah, it's Get him out of there. it's it upsets me to like have to see him on on TV every week. Um but yeah, they're somehow 3-2 and 1, so maybe the joke's on us, I don't know. It definitely is. <laughs> um yeah, that Jags defense just could not get a stop for some reason, but um game 2, we had a Ravens Giants over 44 and a half. This was an awful beat. Oh, yeah. Saquon doing the smart football move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, not good for us, though. You know what? We've gotten beat on either side of that this year. Because if Nick Chubb does the same thing week two, we, we get a, we, we yeah. hit the, pod- yeah. we yep. hit the yeah. podcast parlay. Yep. And then this week, Saquon does the right thing and we miss it. So we're <sighs> What we're saying is we're due. Um, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> got to be. It's, we got to be close. Um, and then... Uh, finally, we had Panthers plus ten and a half. So I missed. This one's on Robbie Anderson. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was. <laughs> this one might be on PJ Walker. I heard, I heard a stat that he's the only quarterback that like start a game and throw sixteen passes with an A dot behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's wow. Average depth of target target was negative yards. Their game, game plan was like they never looked like they wanted to like really win that game. I don't know. It was just dump offs to McCaffrey, and which I mean works, but yeah, they were they weren't trying. There there was no motivation, which I mean that was part of the reason why I put that one as as my lock because uh, kind of stats show that like early in the season, you know, once the team fires their coach, you know, players get fired up afterwards, and the only person fired up was Robbie Anderson, and not <laughs> at the right guy. Well, rumors are that it's going to be a sell house. And McCaffrey's getting dealt. Yeah. Yeah, that's, just, uh, they don't have a lot to play for. They do not, no. Uh, and they look they look completely washed. Uh, they don't have a prayer right now. Like, yeah, they're not even competing at all. Because so. yeah. you don't want black cats in October, right? Ooh, I guess not. Very <laughs> spooky. 
Um, spotted cats, apparently. Or well, <laughs> any kind of cat. <laughs> striped cats. Uh, speaking of the striped cats, uh, lead pipe lock last week. Uh, I had bangles minus one and a half. Um, yeah, they. Uh, that was another one that I felt dirty even when. Like the Bengals shouldn't have even covered that. They shouldn't have even won that game. They were basically losing the whole time. That was. I don't know. That was scary. I mean, they they were a chase play away from breaking out, and that, that's what happened. So. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, they covered. But, yeah, it, it did not look good for a very long time in that game. Uh, Robbie, you had Panthers plus 10.5. We covered that. So I missed. And then uh, Adam, uh, Panthers, Rams over 40.5. Uh, wound so up I at missed. 34. Yep, not even close. No, nah, it's just uh, – It's looking pretty good at the first half. Yeah, Easton you know. threw a – touchdown or an interception in the end zone at the end that I needed a touchdown there to hit. It didn't happen. We, we yeah. both needed it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that would have covered both our lives. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was so over like, oh, can we, something good finally happen yeah, for us? Nope. He came in nope. and started moving the ball and then it's got a little too risky. Yep. So, uh, yeah, one, one for three on the lead pipe blocks, 0 for three on the podcast parlay. So, uh, yeah, as we, as we said, just uh, not, not our week. But um, we come back stronger for it. Yeah. We, we learn. Week, week five, we went two for three on the podcast parlay. Just ended up below, uh, below even, but we'll, we'll make a comeback. Yep, yep. There's a, there's a lot of good options here. I Personally, I think there's a lot of lines I really like this week. Um, so I, I think that there's uh, there's some things we can capitalize on here. So yeah, definitely. Hopefully things fall the way I, I think they're going to fall. But, uh, Adam, uh, where are we at with our asshole of the week? So this is primarily for the week five asshole of the week, but also qualifies for week six. Um, Matt Amendola, again. <laughs> again. We, we, have a return, we, we have a return asshole. In our third episode, he's gonna have to start getting royalties at this point. Week five, <laughs> you know, he missed a field goal early on, and then he gets a what a 40, 43 yard shot to to tie the game against the undefeated Eagles at home. Fox is showing a game. They just do a montage of the pregame showing this guy duck <laughs> every single kick. We're we're watching it together, yeah. and we're we're just like, there's, there's no no chance. no chance this guy hits this field goal, and it, and it wasn't close. And then last week, you know, he, he, he starts off misses an early field goal. He ended up missing another extra point. But Cardinals, they just didn't kick the ball. They were they, they had fourth and five and fourth and three inside their thirty, and they won four both times because they they have this asshole as their kicker. And then uh, yeah, who knows? There he's he's their kicker tonight. Is Matt Prater's inactive again? So watch out. Oh. Yikes! Well, we might I, be I, watching some of this live here. In you a know few the minutes. Cardinals are dysfunctional organization top to bottom but i don't know how they're rolling that guy out as a kicker there's just got to be a better option no way yeah their punter would be a better option as fucking place kicker (laughs) (laughs) just go for it on fourth down would be a better kyler yeah how athletic he is how many sports he can play could probably kick better than that Yeah, I mean, he's probably booted more players out of Call of Duty lobbies than he has uh, uh, footballs through uh, field goal posts. But, yeah, still probably better. Um, all right, that's a Call of Duty joke. Okay, um, well, thank you. Yeah, Matt Amendola, feel free to defend yourself on the show sometime if you want. Um, 
But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We're recording this on Thursday night. We might have a live reaction to some more uh, botched gameplay from, I'm from Matt so. Amendola. I'm really so. hoping so. We'll give you a live update. That's the only thing we'll update. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only on Matt Amendola. Only Matt Amendola spoilers. That's right. All right. Uh, anything else, guys, we want to get into before uh, we break into the week seven slate? Let's talk about this Thursday night game before it starts. All right, let's do it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, right before this game. So Saints, Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home in this one, and the over-under is set at 43-and-a-half. Uh, Robbie, take it away. Oh, yeah, a whole lot, whole lot going on in this game. Um, you know, Cardinals have get, gotten hit with quite a few injuries. You know, well, big, big, well they got – DeAndre Hopkins back. That's a huge plus for it. But, you know, losing Marquise Brown, you know, that was going to be a good tandem for this offense. That's, that's exactly kind of what this Cardinals offense needed. And it seems like they've been getting stronger. James Conner is sitting out this tonight again, too. Um, so, you know, we, I, I don't think their Cardinals are going to be having a whole lot of success running the ball anyways. Um, I don't think either side really is. This might be more pass heavy, but um, you know, this spread here at uh, 43 and a half, that, that seems a little high to me. I, I kind of like this being a under, you know, <laughs> we t- I take too many unders on Thursday nights, but it, it works. So I keep going for it. Um, the unders in general this year. Yeah. Heard if you, the unders in general. dollars in every under this year, you'd be up 1500 Woo, That's, that's nice. Apparently nice people keep uh, hitting him the overs though but uh, yeah i'm not seeing like any of these over unders really change week by week um has been kind of a down year offensively uh, it seems like um but uh as as far as the game goes i i would want to say the cardinals are able to take care of business at home here the saints have been looking pretty good though um even you know with andy dalton he's looking to get the start here in a couple minutes um you know they've been getting it going after kind of a rough start to the season for the Saints. So this is a team that, you know, I've kind of recently had to just like step back and maybe have to really notice what they're doing. Um, And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints come out and win this one. Um, But, you know, I I, I just think the Cardinals are where, you know, I I think they've got the advantage here. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I've kind of flip flopped on this one. I, you know, we didn't really know who was gonna start at quarterback for a while here. They were both on the injury report, so um, it's gonna be Dalton. But uh, this isn't a game. I don't have action on the spread. This is. I don't really have a good feel for this. And um, honestly, lately I've been I've been kind of dogging the Saints, but uh, their offense has been uh, outperforming my own expectations. So. Uh, it felt like I was lucky to get away with uh, my lock against them last week with the Bengals, but I, I've been kind of pleasantly surprised with how they've been playing lately, especially uh, moving the ball on the ground. Uh, they've been pretty solid. Defense is kind of hit or miss, but um, you know, against this Cardinals team, they haven't really proved much for me yet this year. Uh, and then we already talked about the the special teams issues, and um, basically they're yeah operating without a a kicking game, so. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm going to take the Saints plus the points here, but uh, not uh, not feeling good enough to to make a a, a great uh, play out of it. Yeah, I, I I really don't have a good feel for this. Um, can I? I'll take the Cardinals with the points. I actually like them money line. I think they will win, but 
you know, I think the two and a half is a, a real good line. If it was at three, I would be on the Saints. Um, but I do like the under here. Um, no surprise. Thursday night under. But you know what? I, I have been pleasantly surprised with the Andy Dalton Saints. They just look more of a they just look more comfortable offense, less less volatility um, than what they had with Jameis. Definitely less upside, and uh, they, they're sort of losing out on the play, down the field plays. But um, I think with their defense, it's probably a better team fit, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Dalton's the starter going forward, even when Jameis is uh, fully healthy. And you know what? For the Cardinals, I, this, is, this might be it for – our boy Cliff, um, if if they get blown out tonight at, at home on national television, get him out. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got fired. He had a pretty Cliff awful, Berry Crunch. He had a pretty awful press conference after last week's loss. Um, so I I mean this this is a must win game for him in my opinion. So you know you know what I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna swap to the Saints with the points. Just, uh, I'll take the points. I guess. Uh, yeah, still don't feel great about it, but the pendulum swing for me is. Uh, uh, the referee that I'm looking out for from here in the future, Jerome Boger, he's just <laughs> he unpredictable. Was, he he was, just has one bad – you know what? You said it a lot better. You want to say it, Adam? No, I was going to say he was number two candidate for asshole of the week. <laughs> yeah, 100% he's – Especially he this year, it seems every – it seems like this guy just calls one bad penalty and then he has to do a makeup call and it just escalates <laughs> and it's spirals he loses control of games so easily oh so bad i do not want to bet on games um <laughs> with him but unfortunately i already took the under before i realized that <laughs> oops you know with uh the super bowl in arizona jerome boger calling the game they might get a couple calls so. always some fun he action might. in the big toaster <laughs> Uh, yeah, we uh, I don't know we we've got it on the big screen right here, so we'll 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 be ready to break uh, news for you here on the pod. But uh, yeah, should be should be an interesting one. I don't know. We're we're flopping all over the place. I was on Cardinals all day. Um, so yeah, that that goes to show you where our heads are at with these Thursday games lately. Did we even mention Hopkins? No. Yeah, Hopkins. I, I, I threw him out. Did there. you throw just him out there? Start, right. Just to start. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 in the game, so uh, that's that's a new one. So we'll see maybe if that helps. Lattimore's out again, but it didn't seem like it. Well, I mean, it it would have helped. It would have helped the Saints this past Sunday, but yeah, um, they still played pretty solid without him. They did. So I was kind of surprised. So. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I expect it to be a close game, though. Maybe not a good game, but I think it'll be close. It'll be a close game. Forty-three and a half is a pretty high number for Thursday night. Yeah, that surprised me. A well, bit. what we've seen lately, but uh, that's what happens when you throw the Broncos and the Bears and the and the team on there every single freaking week. So yeah. give Al Michaels a fucking game to watch. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guy deserves it. He's Kirk done Herbs, enough. He does. Kirk Herbs, this is gonna be like. <laughs> Going back to college, yeah, it's, it's dog shit football. He's just collected a check at this point. He's like, I can call one more game. Great. I do remember, like last week, Curb he, he said he said something along the lines of like, "When's the last time we've seen a touchdown? Like 2015?" Yeah, it's like, all right, take it <laughs> easy. Like, right, the term right. JV football came out in that telecast. Yeah, I was, I was happy to see it. Yeah, a little fire from that crew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess since that came up on the screen, we didn't even mention that uh, Robbie Anderson is actually playing tonight. Oh, he's what? Like maybe gonna get like ten snaps? I I gotta imagine no, he'd be on a snap count. Yeah, I, I, he might be playing the entire game. They need him. Wow, 
Oh, God. Okay. Uh, game number two, guys. Uh, AFC North matchup. We've got the Browns taking on the Ravens in Baltimore. Ravens are six and a half point home favorites here. Over under is set at 45 and a half on this one. Um, guys, I'm going to take the Browns here. I just feel like divisional matchup. These two teams know each other well. Um, Browns getting six and a half points in this one. I know they haven't been playing well of late, but um, seems to me that the crux of their issues is really down to the quarterback play um, in the turnovers. Uh, really um, untimely uh, turnovers from Brissett last few weeks. And um, I think if they just adjust the game plan a little bit and try to run on this Ravens team, and there's big plays to be had uh, in the running game on this Ravens defense. They're definitely not as strong a unit as they've been in years past. Um, I think that they could, uh, they could potentially control a lot of the clock in this one, keep Lamar off the field, and uh, and cover the six and a half. So I, I think they're going to do enough. I expect this game to be close. So uh, I'll take the Browns uh, plus the six. Yeah, I actually like the Browns here. Um, getting a six and a half division team, division teams that these two teams are pretty similar. They think they're going to play each other close. They. They know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Um, I think it's a pretty good matchup for the Browns. Um, they got the team, the defensive speed, even though they haven't shown it the last couple of weeks, um, to keep up with Lamar. I, I think they, they're getting healthier. And, and it sounds like Rashad Bateman might not play still in this matchup. Um, yeah, I, they're they're really limited, uh, the Ravens. You saw it last week against the Giants. If, if it's not... Lamar making a play. Um, Dobbins probably not going to play either. They're 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 pretty thin, other than Lamar and Mark Andrews on the offensive side as far as playmakers goes, and their defense isn't good. So um, I'm a little shocked they're getting six and a half, especially after last week's performance. So yeah, give me the Browns um, going into Baltimore getting six and a half. Just to um, kind of tail on your point there, Adam. If, if you don't have respect for Lamar, though, after this season, because he's really working with very little, and he's he's well, just playing his ass off. Traded away Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I mean, he's going out there with nothing. I mean, you see uh, teams complaining and uh, you know about not having weapons, but like Lamar doesn't have any weapons, really. I mean, he's got Mark Andrews, but um, and going out there and still winning games, and that defense isn't good either. So, like, he's... It's He's all, doing a lot. It's all him. So it's him and Hardball. Respect to uh, Lamar, but yeah. sorry, Robbie. Oh no, it's uh, it's okay. Yeah, it, it, is Mark Andrews playing? Yeah, I, think, I, I he feel like practicing, I, but I heard a report that he's likely to suit up. Okay, with the hip. That, that kind of swung it a little bit for me towards the Browns. Uh, I'll lean towards the Brown. I I don't. I think I'm going to stay off this divisional game. There's both sides are kind of both beat up and both trying to get healthy. Um, so it just seems like a whole lot of different, different pieces going on in this one that I I don't really want to touch. I thought Rashad Bateman was actually likely to play on Sunday. That's the report I heard. Um, but that would help definitely, but, uh, either way, I think, yeah, I think you're exactly right. We got the Ravens expert over here, um, wearing (laughs) purple coincidentally. You know what? I, I, they haven't lost this year betting on the Ravens. They're betting Ravens games. I haven't bet on them every week. I just uh, been on the right outcome. So been and on I, the right outcome, and I, I, I think you're right. I think six and a half points is maybe too much for this Ravens team right now. Yeah, and I wouldn't. 
I mean, I definitely like them six and a half, the Browns, but maybe sprinkle a little bit on the money line. I think they got a decent chance to go into Baltimore and win that game. All right. Uh, next game up, guys, we've got the Bucks taking on the Panthers in an NFC South battle. This game is in Carolina, where the Panthers are 11-point underdogs at home, and the over-under set at 40 in this one. Um, I'm just getting this out of the way. Um, I'm not going to pick a Panthers spread the rest of the season. Um, <laughs> I'm just not going to. So Bucks minus 11, I'm, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, they should be able to cover this, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Panthers are just complete dumpster fire at this point. So I, I don't really even have much to dissect on that team. They're looking to trade away everybody. Um, Bucks are kind of just biding their time. They know that they're good enough to uh, to kind of get in the playoffs, especially in this kind of weak NFC uh, as it's turned out. But um, they should be able to get uh, get through this game. So I, I like the Bucks here minus the eleven. You know the Panthers are in a bad way. When you look at last week, Bucks were eight and a half point favorites on the road in Pittsburgh. Lost outright. The next week they're eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, damn. Uh, I'm not gonna bet this game because I mean I could see the Panthers possibly making it close, just based on how struggling the Buccaneers' offense is. Um, yeah, no one really looks. 100% healthy on that offense. Maybe maybe uh, playoff Lenny, but O-line's banged up. Brady doesn't look the same. Uh, Godwin's not 100%. Evans, I don't know. He, he seems like he's lost a little bit of a step. I don't know if he's dealing with an injury. Um, you know, they don't have a healthy tight end. It, it, they're a tough team to bet on. Um, I think they'll get it right by the end of the year, but right now they're definitely questionable. So I, I, I'm not betting this game. Yeah, I'm with you. It, it, it's kind of that. It, it it seems like they should be able to, especially if they're full health, you know, Buccaneers if, minus 11. If they're full health, you know, it just seems like home run right here. But, yeah, they've got a lot of question marks going on right now, um, even Thursday being right now where we're recording this. Um, and, you know, Panthers are too much of a dumpster fire. Like, I won't be surprised if they get blown out by, like, 30. But I also wouldn't be surprised if somehow the Panthers found something in them. Maybe getting rid of Robbie Anderson was a big issue in the locker room. Who knows? Then maybe they keep it close. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the problem. <laughs> I, I have no idea. This Panthers team is just just complete, like you said, complete dumpster fire, Evan. Um what what was their one game they won? Was it like to start the season? Didn't they beat the team? They beat I the team, right? That's two. right. Yeah, yeah they, lost, two. they, they lost barely lost one. to the Browns. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're they're a team that's on full tilt right now. So I don't want to touch this game. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I just don't even want to watch the Panthers. I don't want to see them. Just wake me wake me up when your when your team is respectable again. <laughs> It's just a joke. Only team that can make the Bears look good. Um, like I'm, I, I actually think like the I'd only start being interested in the Panthers when Sam Darnold comes back. And I didn't think I'd say that. Yeah, yeah either that or they start advertising, giving out free Bojangles at games because uh, <laughs> I don't know what else those fans are doing. No, no, it's it's rough, rough, uh, rough couple of years for the Panthers, but. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they bring Cam back one more time. <laughs> Get the fans in the seats. Cam's not doing anything, buddy. Get him, bring him back, Cam. What are you up to? <laughs> I would love to see that, actually. <laughs> Just like, we know we're bad. 
but people like this guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gotta sell seats somehow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this game, we're, we're a little split on, and this one is actually has some intrigue to it. Um, the Lions are heading into the uh, the Jerry world to take on the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are seven-point favorites at home in this one. Over under set at 49. Uh, Lions are coming off the bye, though. Uh, Cowboys coming off that tough uh, loss against the Eagles. Uh, so uh, I'll start it off with Robbie. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I actually really like the Lions getting the points in this one. Um, you know, I, I think everybody's mind is going to be looking at back coming, Dak coming back. Um, I absolutely messed up that tongue twister right <laughs> there, but. Um, the, back in black <laughs> back in back in blue but no uh, he, he he should be uh you know it, it, i'm sure everybody's just expecting him to come back in light up the world uh but you know cowboys i think they were doing i think cooper rush was actually fitting pretty well with what this cowboys team is kind of designed to do and um i don't think i think it might take a little time to get Dak style play back and get them all adjusted to that um because you know he he's his his style plays definitely different than what cooper rush has been doing lately um not a bad thing by any means but i i think there's going to be a little bit of growing pains in this game and on the other side you know lions they're coming off the bye and they didn't look good going into the bye but you know, the last the couple of weeks before the bye, they they've been banged up. You know, they haven't had Swift, they haven't had Amonra. Um, both those guys should be back and playing, and I think that's good to keep them close. I mean, if you remember beginning of the seasons, this Lions team they've been keeping it close. They 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 were just fighters, staying in all game. So you know, I really like the Lions here to cover seven points. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you, Robbie. Um, yeah, I lost my undefeated record on the Cowboys last week, barely, with uh, Maher missing that field goal at the end to, um, you know, get them within six. But uh, I, I, I actually like the Lions here getting seven, um, coming off the bye. I don't think, you know, Lions probably, I don't know, they, they came back to earth against the Patriots two weeks ago when they didn't score any points. I don't, I don't think that's indicated of, you know, who they are. I think the best coach ever figured them out and um but they had two weeks to work on it they got some they got a lot of talent on that offense i think deandre swift uh could return for this game um i i think they figure it out on the offensive side and you know this 49 point line second highest of the week um sort of tells you that too um yeah, it might you might get a little of a letdown spot. Um, I know Cowboys first half last week against the Eagles looked rough, but they they really came back in the second half. Um, started, you know, started to run the ball at will, and um, yeah, I, I think I think you're right a little bit, Rob. Yeah, I think you know week one with Dak, I don't see a offensive explosion. Um, you know, I, I think they're they're gonna play a little conservative, sort of like they were with Cooper Cup. But yeah, seven seven points is a little too much for me. I, give me the Lions getting those points. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually gonna be on the Cowboys minus seven here. Um, you know, a couple things going the Lions' way. Uh, one of which being, you know, they had the extra rest uh, with the bye to prepare for this game. But um, yeah, I was a little bit concerned with the uh, effort against the Patriots on the road uh, against a, you know, kind of class of the league level defense. 
And uh, unfortunately for them, they got another one uh, uh, in the uh, Cowboys that they got to worry about this week. And so, um, yeah, I, I think that the Lions will kind of stay in this game, but I just think uh, getting Dak back, they've got uh, a lot more weapons um, this time around than they had week one, and, and Dak gets the gift of this Detroit defense that hasn't stopped anybody yet. Um, teams are pretty much averaging like 40 points on them so far this year. Um, I don't see how the Cowboys, even if they play conservatively, I think that they should be able to get uh, in the ballpark of 30, and I just don't see that defense coughing up uh, too many points to these Lions. Maybe they pull off a backdoor cover here, uh, but I think Cowboys dominate this one uh, start to finish, so I'll I'll take them uh, minus 7 here. Uh, and a happy return for Dak. All right, next up, guys, we've got the Giants taking on the Jaguars. Uh, Jags are three-point favorites at home in this one. Over-under set at 43. Um, Adam, why don't you kick this one off? Yeah, this is, this is disrespectful to the Giants and what they've done this year, what Brian Dayball. Um, you know, I was flat-out wrong on both these New York teams going into the year. I thought they'd both struggle. Uh, I didn't see the talent. Um, at least with the Giants, I didn't really see them having success just based on their roster. But, you know, Brian Dayball's done an amazing job making it work. They, they more so than any team in the league right now, know their identity, know their team identity, know who they are and what, what they're capable of and really play towards their strengths. And they wait for you to make a mistake and they pounce on it. They don't make any mistakes. Danny Dimes went from one of the most turnover prone quarterbacks in the league to somebody who's done an amazing job holding on to the ball this year. So, um, props, props to the, props to everyone in that organization. This, this wasn't supposed to be a year that they're competing and they're right up there in the top of the NFC right now. And I, I think they go into Jacksonville and win this game. Um, I, I haven't been impressed the last couple of weeks of what I've seen from, uh, Doug Peterson coaching, um, a little too aggressive and just, it's the talents there. You can see it watching these games and somehow they're just not able to close out these games. And, um, you know, I, I know they're at home. I know they have an advantage down in Jacksonville, but I, I, I think the giants go down there and win. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. I, for me, uh, at, at least on the Jaguar side of things, um, you know, I don't want to, um, Really, I, I try not to put too much weight into uh, divisional games because sometimes those get, um, the, you know, those teams play each other twice a year. You know, they know each other better than any other team. So I try not to put too much weight into that, um, especially losing this Colts team this past week. Very, very disappointing. But the Jags have been kind of struggling over the last couple of weeks, um, especially in the secondary. Um, and this, like you said, Adam, this Giants team uh, has been playing really good football this season, you know. There's a reason they're five and one right now. Um, they're a very good team. Um, they just got Wondell Robinson back, and you know he's shown that he could. He's shown a couple flashes even already in just his limited amount of time this past weekend. And you know I I do like the Giants. I I do think they have a good chance to come in and win in Jacksonville. Um, I I do love the Giants plus three in here because you. I can't see the Jaguars if they do win. I can't see them winning by more than a field goal. So I, I do I completely agree with you. I, I like the Giants here, plus three, and even money line. Yeah, I, I love the Giants here. Confident in it. Um, 
like at Moneyline, this Jags team um, really since that Chargers game has not looked that great. Um, they have lost two of their last three, and the game they won was a ugly game against the Texans uh, when the, the Texans nearly uh, came back on them and beat them. Uh, so it's been kind of ugly for the Jags uh, the last month or so, uh, three weeks. And uh, to see them getting three points here at home just seems crazy to me. Uh, it's almost like the line almost infers that Saquon's not going to play, but uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. Like Saquon, he's practicing. It, it looks like his shoulder's still attached, so I, I don't know what the issue is here. Um, I it, it's almost one of those funky lines where I'm I'm worried we're missing something. Like Vegas, Vegas got it right, and it just it's jumps off the page is so false um, to me. But it's like Saquon fully healthy. I know he, he practiced in a limited yeah, part. Like, yeah, I don't know what. And uh, I mean they've they've been rotating him in and out fairly consistently. Like he's he's definitely splitting carries as they're trying to preserve him. But like he's seems like he's going to play in this game. So. Um, yeah, I I love the Giants here. Uh, getting this game should be close. I I don't see the world in where the Jags, the way they're playing of late, uh, they're gonna blow out this Giants team. Um, I think it's tight. I think the Giants should win outright. Uh, give me the Giants. Feel great about it. Why does this kind of remind me? Wasn't there like a Saints going into the Jacksonville game a couple years ago where we're all like, why aren't the Saints favorites in this one. This kind of feels like the same. Am I wrong about that? I don't remember the outcome of that. One, oh the, no, I, the I Saints. Remember, if I I believe it was the Saints going into Jacksonville and the Saints won okay. for sure. Was that and the like, this was that the Packers the game line. when when they had to play because of the hurricane in Jacksonville? I'm going back to see where the Saints <laughs> whooped their ass. No, that was Week One. I, I think Rob is talking about a different okay, uh, different game, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see if we're right. Uh, I got a feeling this one might be in our podcast parlay. Yeah, I for one will be. Uh, I'll have a lot of action on this one. <laughs> I, I like the Giants this week. This will be one of my plays. Uh, all right, guys. Next up, uh, those damn Colts are taking on the Titans. Uh, Titans are at home for this one, and they are two and a half point favorites. Over under here is forty two. Uh, Titans had a bye last week. Um, Colts uh, managed to pull out another one. Uh, they beat the Jags, as we've talked about earlier here on the pod. Um, guys, this is another one that, uh, you know, we, we've been fading the Colts, but uh, I don't know. For me, I, I'm still going to take the Titans here. I like that they've got the, uh, the extra rest. Uh, I like that they're at home. Basically, uh, you know, if the two-and-a-half-point line, Vegas thinks these teams are, are even on a neutral field. I disagree. I think the Titans are the better team. Uh, my eyes are telling me that this Colts team is not good. I don't care what their record says. So as long as uh, there's still going to be some weird stuff going on in these lines where the Colts are getting uh, getting a little bit more respect than I'm willing to give them, I'm going to continue to fade them. So... Uh, I'll take the Titans in this one, uh, minus two and a half. Yeah, I mean, this this was a rematch of three weeks ago. Um, Titans jumped out on the road 24-3 to on this Colts team, and that was when 
Jonathan Taylor was fully healthy. Um, granted, I don't think they had um, Shaquille Leonard for for that matchup, and it looks like he will be healthy and playing this week. Um, and, you know, they, they had two garbage-time touchdowns at the end of that game to get it within seven. But, yeah, I like the Titans here. I, this is another line I'm not – you know, I, I don't know what we're missing. Um, I would think Titans would be favored by more than three. So to get them within that, within that number, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be hammering this Titans team. Uh, yeah, not not much else to say. I, yeah, like you said, Evan, I don't know how you watch the Colts and think that they're a great team and we're worthy of covering on a on a road spread against a division opponent that's already beat them at home. So I, yeah. What what are we missing here, Robbie? Um, you know, the, the only thing that I'm thinking is divisional game. Uh, it's uh, makes it a little more dicey. Um, I, I did look back and it was, uh, in our first season, um, it actually like very close to this day, October 13th in 2019, uh, Saints won 13 to six over the Jaguars and were one and a half point dogs going into it. And we're all just thinking this does not seem right. So, um, maybe slam the Giants here. Um, but Titans, um, man, I just I just don't have a whole lot of confidence in this Titans team altogether. Um, Colts have been showing at least a little bit of life. Um, I still don't believe in them, though, so I'm going to side with the Titans, and you guys are going to probably be right about that. Um, but, um, you know, I, I do one, – one thing I do like in this game is that over, um, you know, 42 seems very low, especially since we, we've seen the Colts can take advantage of um, poor defenses. It's as bad as we want to say Matt Ryan is, you know, got to put, put that bias a little bit aside. And, you know, they can put up points. You know, they've got enough weapons, especially if Jonathan Taylor comes back. And, you know, just on the other side of the ball, too, you know, Titans can put up points. Um, especially against this Colts team. So, um, you know, I, I think that one's too low. I, I like the over in this. Um, I think the Titans do win it by at least a field goal, but i just just not sure about these divisional games sometimes. You know, it, it just seems like a whole lot could happen. I also like the over, Robbie. Um, 42 seems a little low. And like you said, Colts have been putting up points. Uh, you know, early on in the year they struggled to get to 20, but it seems like they're – they're getting about 24 uh, lately, and they're you know finding a way to that number. I expect that uh, the Titans will be able to get uh, about 20 in this one as well. So uh, 42 seemed a little bit low to me. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up the stats. I remember hearing that. Um, oh my god, why am I blanking on uh, the coach for the Titans? Like uh, Vrabel. Vrabel, off the buys is like very very good record. So I yeah I don't. I don't know what I don't get this line. Yeah, consensus around the league is that the uh, Vrabel and this coaching staff are one of the more respectable um, coaching staffs in the league, and that that's a well-coached team. So, um, would not surprise me if they've if they're strong off a bye. Four no. Yep. Okay. Four. <laughs> that makes me feel better about uh, Titans two and a half. Yeah, I think this is one. I kind of thought this line would be around four um, coming in. So to get them inside that three hook. I think is is key. So you know what? It's giving me my lock of the week. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But it's a lock. It wasn't going to be, and it is now. Oh my god! I I, I just don't understand. Like it's back to back lines. I don't understand. But just getting the buy. I, I I know 
neither of these teams are as talented as we probably expected going into the year as, as they've been the last couple of years. But, yeah, Titans are the much better coach team, and their offensive lines started to get it going against the Colts four weeks ago, and I, I think they do it again here. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Colts can keep this close. The, they've had a lot of stuff go right for them over the last couple of weeks, and I think the, the buck ends there. Wait, wait, got to... Oh, oh. <laughs> Hold on, we, we live got... Amendola kick. 50-yarder. Oh, oh, it's wild. Oh, it's oh, actually right down the middle. He made oh, it. Good, good uh, from 60 yards. Look at that. Wow. What a, what, a, what a player. What a guy. Wait, does he have goggles? Wait, what? Wait, Wait no. a second. Blankenship. Oh, it was Blankenship. Oh, Blankenship. Oh, man. Even better. Oh, they must have cut Amendola. Good. All right. <laughs> so the week is gone. Maybe he'll be back for a third installment. <laughs> Different team else this time. Yeah. Wow, that's the best thing wow. Carl's done in years. Yeah, wow. I saw the goggles. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's why that was good. Yeah. <laughs> right down the middle. I was like, 61, what? He would have beat the Eagles if that yeah. guy was kicking. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of the Colts, they let that guy go. They did, yeah, because <laughs> he was the problem. He was; it was his fault. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, next, I will just say oh. before you move on, uh, that Vrabel stat made me feel confident in the Titans. No, oh. so I'm, I'm, I'm taking Titans. Wow, minus two and a half. So wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an ass kicking the last time these two teams played. Back to back games with a triple confidence. You don't see that. You just, you just don't see it. I like that. Okay. Uh, next up, guys, we've got the Packers taking on the team. Um, this game is in Washington, D.C. Uh, team are five-point underdogs at home in this one. It's going to be Taylor Heineke under center for the team. Um, Over-under in this one set at 41. Um, I, I like the Packers here, guys. Um, if anything, the Taylor Heineke starting kind of scares me. Um <laughs> He, like he, he guy's a gamer. He is a gamer. <laughs> um, I just feel like the pack, uh, they gotta kind of right this ship at some point. I feel like some, one of these weeks they're gonna figure it out. Um, you know, the the Bears, in my opinion, kicked the team's ass last week, and they just like they really fumbled the bag. Uh, they blew. Th- they got zero points out of three red zone opportunities, right? Uh, or three opportunities inside the five. Um, yeah, but, you know, closer than the red zone. They get three field goals there. They win that game. They get one touchdown out of three. They win that game. My point being, the Bears, who are a bad team, were much better than the team the other night. And, uh, you know, the Packers are a much better team than the Bears. Uh, so I don't care if this game's on the road. I just think overall talent's going to take the day here. Give me the Packers minus five. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not confident in this game. Um, you know, I, I've kind of been playing more recently on the side that Packers are not going to blow out teams. But, you know, five points seems pretty doable from their standpoint. You know, just got to win by a touchdown. Um, but, again, like you said, Heineke, uh, he's a baller. You know, he, he, he stays in games. He keeps them in. So, not afraid. Um, he's not afraid at all. No, he's – um. So um, I, I I do think the Packers are going to win this one, but I their offense is just seems like it's just missing something from the typical normal Packers offense um, that makes me a little hesitant about this. But I, I think five points is doable for now. 
Yeah, I'm not going to bet this game, but in just picking, this is a complete spite bet for me. I'm going to take the team. Uh, I, I, I haven't, I've, I've been on the Packers a lot this year, and it just from the jump of every one of these games, they're just lacking some sort of juice. I don't know what it is. Um, they're not playing with a lot of energy. Um, Rodgers isn't, isn't making any kind of throws that are, well, he's not making special throws, but he's also, for the most part, not trying to go down the field to make big plays. Uh, it's almost like they're playing not to lose and instead of playing to win. So I, I'm going to take the team here, getting five at home. I know they weren't impressive last week, but uh, I think Taylor Heineke might be an upgrade from our, our Carson Wentz that was banged up. So, um, you know, you might see Terry McLaurin get going a little bit with his his old QB. But, um, yeah, I, I think the Packers <laughs> – they might. They hopefully they'll win. Um, they need it, but I, yeah, I'm I'm getting the team taking taking the team with the five. Yeah, another Packers loss, and then uh, an NFC North might be looking uh, very purple. Very purple. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, a damn horn. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, next game up, guys, we've got the Falcons taking on the Bengals in Cincinnati. Bengals, six-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Over-under at 47-and-a-half. Um, guys, I, uh, I'm i on the Falcons here pretty heavy. I've been on them uh, for a while now. They've just been playing uh, very good football. Um, and to see this line still at six-and-a-half, um, Kind of surprised me. I thought the Falcons would be getting a little bit more respect right now, especially against this Bengals team, which um, they haven't blown anybody out yet, and uh, they're definitely uh, struggling to uh, to really dominate these games. Uh, and I mean, the Falcons have played with pretty much everybody. They should have beat the Buccaneers a couple weeks ago, uh, if not for a blown uh, call by Jerome Boger. Um, yeah, they're they're just uh, they're a better team than this line implies. That's for sure. Um, the other thing uh, in this game, I I kind of like the over. Um, you know, Falcons defense hasn't been the best unit, uh, and the Bengals have been giving up uh, quite a bit of points of late as well. So uh, it's a little bit high number at forty seven and a half, but I think this game gets into the fifties. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, the over here as well, along with the Falcons. Yeah, um, it's another line I didn't really understand. Vegas hasn't been giving Falcons any respect this year, and it's it's not it's still not week seven. They're the six and zero against the spread. Um, a lot of those games haven't really been too close to what the spread was, and you know I was expecting this line to be five four, um, and some books have it as felt. Falcons plus seven. Uh, if you if you see that, just absolutely jump on it. Um, you know, I, this is another team that has a, a distinct identity, knows who they are, and sort of plays within their skill range. Um, and the Bengals, you know, I I think last week they they benefited off of a couple really big plays, and I just don't think that this Falcons defense uh, is going to allow that. You know, they're a really really well coached bunch, um, stout up front. You saw that against the 49ers. It didn't allow anything on the ground to one of the best run teams in the league. So, um, yeah, I, I like the Falcons here. If they can get one or two big plays from Mariota in the pass game, uh, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Um, yeah, it, it, 
the only thing I can see with this matchup is if Joe Burrow, um, you know, hits hits like I said a couple couple big plays. I don't think the Falcons are capable of keeping up in a you know really high scoring matchup. But if they can sort of take the top off, uh, you know, make sure that they're not beat downfield. I really like the Falcons to cover this line. And as far as the over under. Only because I see you've got something marked down for that one. Yeah, I like the under. Like I said, it, it the Falcons. You know, I I don't think the Bengals are going to have the same success going down the field this week at home. So, from you know, I, I think the forty-seven and a half is a pretty high number for in just my view, um, especially with how the league's been trending this year. So, but then again, don't don't take any of my over under. <laughs> So yeah, I kind of wanted, so. wanted to point to you for that because I saw you guys had some contrasting over-unders right there. Uh, you know, make, make it a little interesting. I like it. like it. Um, but I, I'm with you guys. Uh, Falcons all day, you know, six and a half points. Uh, that just seems too easy. Like, keep riding the Falcons till you know, the wheels fall off or the wings fall off. I don't know how it would go. But, I mean, they've been <laughs> playing well. Um <laughs> You know, I guess one of the most underrated misses I think that maybe people would be missing for the Bengals is Logan Wilson, uh, you know, had a big shoulder injury this past weekend. And, you know, that's I I think that's a bigger hit to this defense than uh, most people would think. So, uh, you know, especially with the Falcons who love to run the ball, you know, that's that's an extra boost, added boost to them. So, yeah, six and a half points. I, I love it. All right. Yeah, uh, I think this is going to be one of the better games of the uh, of the week. Actually, I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Uh, next one up, guys. We've got the Texans taking on the Raiders. Raiders minus seven at home here. Over under set at forty five and a half. Um, yeah, guys. I I like the Texans here, and uh, I am going to lock it up. But it's a lock. No. Um, Texans coming off a bye. Uh, both these teams are actually, um, but I like the Texans getting the extra rest here. Um, you know, Davis Mills and in that Lovey defense is a recipe for covering one score games. Um, they play hard. They played it the final whistle. Um, you know, they're coming in relatively healthy. And, uh, you know, they've got something going with that running game too with, uh, Damian Pierce. I, you know, and you kind of flip the coin and you look at this Raiders team, uh, they're in a bit of disarray. I mean, um, Devontae Adams is looking at hard time in, in Henderson <laughs> County Jail for pushing a cameraman, apparently. Uh, that guy might be up for asshole. That's the softest. The fact that he, like, pressed charges on that, by the way. I, I saw this video of the same thing happening when he was with the Packers, except for it was accidental. And he got the guy up, put his hat back on, just, like, gave him a pat on the back. It's yeah. like, man. I don't know. I, th- I feel like that that camera guy was asking for it the entire time, knew what he was doing. And, yeah. What I've, just, what I've heard is that like most the security should have like yeah. pushed him away from it, and that he shouldn't have even been there in the first place. Yeah, enabling. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. There were there were a lot of people at fault. Devontae Am should have pushed the guy. Like I'm not I'm not saying that, but like. It's also extremely soft that this guy's like I'm. I'm gonna press charges on this guy. Yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. looking for a paycheck. I will say me. I'm a very experienced flopper in soccer, and that was a flop. Oh me. yeah, he, he was. He was looking for the foul. He yeah. was leaning. He knew what he was doing the entire time. 
But uh, at any rate, though, this Raiders offense has uh, not really looked good at all. Uh, very discombobulated. Um, so I don't think the Raiders are gonna are gonna blow this team out by any standpoint. And uh, I think the Texans are gonna be able to put up enough points to hang with them in this one. I, when I saw seven points, I was surprised. I thought this would be around four and a half or five. Um, you know, Texans have been in every single game so far. And um, I just think they, they, they seem to have a good thing going on in that locker room. So I, I'm taking the Texans uh, minus the seven. And, and as I said, I'm locking it up. But, uh, Adam, I see you, you've got a differing opinion. So uh, I want to get your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I like the Raiders here. And it, I, I understand what you're saying with the Texans. And they have, you know, been really good against the spread and covering these lines. Um, but I, I think the Raiders have been the most unlucky team this year when it comes to losing close games. Uh, they, they played well this year. I know they only have one win to show for it, but that, I don't. That's not an indication of who they are, their talent level, and I think how they how they perform going forward. Uh, this is a must win for them. You know, they they. I know they lost against the Chiefs two weeks ago, but they had to get some good mojo from that game going into uh, into the bye and. I think this team, I, 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 yeah, I got to imagine at home here, um, they're looking at this as a must win in their division. Um, and I think they come through with it. The, the offense has been getting better slowly each week. You saw Josh Jacobs really look good. It's the best he's ever, ever looked in my opinion, uh, against the chiefs. So I, I think they're going to be able to run the ball and, uh, yeah, I know the seven, seven's a big line and, and I'm not. You know, I'm not going to hammer this, but I, I do like the Raiders minus seven. I feel good about the Texans. I'm right there with you, Evan. Um, I I just I was kind of surprised with this uh, line, to be honest. Um, you know, both teams coming out of the bye, I, I think they're going to both be pretty fresh. They're going to be ready to go. And, you know, the St- Texans teams, I f- feel like, has just slowly gotten stronger throughout the year. Um, yeah, I, I do agree. The Raiders have – seems like they've had a little bit of – bad luck so far this year um but i i don't think they're gonna be blowing out the texans by any means um i i really like the texans to keep it within one score in this one so yeah give me the texans all day here all right should be uh i'm expecting a close game so we'll see hopefully that they're uh they're able to hang with them in this one all right, next up, we've got the Jets taking on the Broncos. Uh, Broncos are one-point favorite at home here. Over-under, set at 38. You talk about a game that was destined to be a Thursday night game. I, they really dropped the ball here. Um, Robbie, why don't you lead this one off? Ooh, yeah, so this is going to be this is the lowest scoring, uh, projected scoring game of the week, and I, I think there's good reason to, for it. You know, Broncos, their identity right now is their defense, and – well, on on the other side of the ball, Jets, you know, their defense has been ramping up the last couple of weeks. You know, they Mo, Bro Sala has just been uh, really getting these rookies on the defensive side going, and they've been looking really good doing so. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, you know, he came back uh, from his shoulder injury this past week, and he looked pretty good, but now he's suffering with a hamstring injury, and, you know, I, I can't – I've got to believe that's going to hamper him a little bit um, in this game. While the Jets, you know, they're looking pretty fresh. Um, they're they're rolling pretty well. Um, you know, the only thing is uh, 
Elijah Moore, you know, he's complaining, probably looking for a trade, but that doesn't matter to them really a whole lot. Uh, their run game's been pretty solid so far for the Jets. Um, you know, I, I think the Jets are going to come out and win this game. Uh, I, I think they're the better team right now. Uh, Broncos offense has been very lackluster, and you saw them, again, when they get a good pass defense up against them, it just seems like they can't do a whole lot, especially – um, with their run game right now with Javante Williams, it just seems kind of lost. So, you know, I'm loving the Jets to win this one. But Jets plus one, oh, that's going to be my lock this week. But it's a lock now. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Robbie. Um, and I'm not touch on a lot of things. I, I think <laughs> this Broncos team, you, you can't trust them. You know, I think they're 20 trips into the red zone this year, only three. Three touchdowns. That's that's disgusting. Um, and and you know, the, last week we found out that Russell Wilson had a lat injury. Now he's got a hamstring injury. Um, this whole team's decimated with injuries. Garrett Bowles, left tackle, is a huge loss. They they missed him. I don't care how good this defense is. They're not, in my opinion, they're not warranted in, for at least for my money, getting any any kind of confidence betting them, uh, even at home and. I've been impressed with what I've seen the Jets, especially the last three weeks. Quinton, Quinton Williams, the D, D tackles, uh, played out of his mind against the Packers. Block, block, punt, block, kick. Uh, I think eight, eight solo tackles, fourteen total, a couple sacks. He was uh, amazing, and uh, I, you know I. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Zach Wilson needs to do much. Just lean on Michael Carter, Brees Hall, and I think they go into Denver and get the win. I agree with everything you guys are saying. Um, it just it it feels like this Jets team is due for a loss. Um, they've they've gotten a couple wins maybe they shouldn't have had. Um, and this Broncos team, like when you look at the names on the depth chart, it tells me they should be better than they are. I just think something eventually things got to normalize here and. I, I don't know. This isn't a game I'm going to bet uh, just because I feel like one of these weeks, as much as Jets plus one here jumps off the page, I just think one of these weeks the Broncos are are going to figure it out and Russell finds something uh, that works. But, yeah, I uh, I don't know, guys. I, I'm going to take the Broncos minus one here. I don't really have a rhyme or reason for it, but uh, I'm, I'm going for it. So Broncos minus one. It's a hunch. Hunch bet, but. Yeah, I like the Jets though. I just Zach Wilson has looked a little shaky the last couple weeks. I will give it to you. They're they're an inexperienced team. Yeah, I, I they they do have they do seem to have that loss that no one saw coming vibe. Yeah, I just I don't know something something tells me both these teams are it's, it's got to normalize a little, but um, we'll see. All right, next game up, guys. We have got the Seahawks taking on the Chargers. Chargers are five point favorites here. Uh, over under at 50 in this one uh, this game will be in LA but I suspect there will be quite a few Seahawks fans in attendance um, Adam uh, I'm gonna go switch it over to you this was your lock but um, spoiler alert. yeah you, you, you threw I the, jumped the I you, jumped the bullet you there. jumped it there but uh, yeah break down the Seahawks for us yeah um, I, I I don't know to you guys but for me 
maybe the Giants, but the Seahawks have been one of the most surprising teams this year so far. Seahawks or Falcons, yeah. I could say, yeah. Both I mean, of them, the, really. Yeah, Falcons too, but Seahawks, their draft class this year, they, they, they seem to completely hit it out of the water. Um, you know, the, their defense going into the year, I, I had real concerns about, and, you know, each week they've gotten better and better. Um, you, you sort of had that feeling that, given time, Pete Carroll's going to, um, you know, coach those guys up, and it, it, it's it's been working. Uh, but on offense, man, Kenneth Walker looks like the real deal. Um, their O line, which was another big concern, has looked very good. Um, Cross their rookie left tackle, they, they they're they're hitting on all cylinders. I I truly think this Seahawks team is a playoff team, and 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 yeah, I've been super impressed at every level. Uh, offense, defense, special teams. Uh, Carroll's got to get a lot of praise um, for you know this was looking like a long rebuild and here we are here I am talking about them making the playoffs this year which I, I honestly believe um, and, and you, you said it Evan I mean this is going to be a char- or Seahawks crowd in LA um, you know it, it, maybe if this was prime time it'd be a little different but Chargers LA LA fans in general aren't going to turn out for a normal afternoon game uh they're there for the gram. Yeah, yeah. I I love the Seahawks here getting five. I I, I like a money line. I think they win. Um, Herbert. I I I, heard, I saw something today that Keenan Allen might take another week to make sure he's fully healthy with his hamstring. Um, and you know they they miss him and uh they're asking Herbert to do a little bit too much in my opinion. Um, and I think he threw the ball fifty seven times last week was his first game ever without a touchdown. Um, of course, yeah, yeah. I just, I, and that's another team. I don't. Their their wins have been barely scraping wins. Uh, you know, not they haven't blown on anybody this year, other than uh, I think week two. They I forgot who they blew out, but um, I I don't think they're warranted in this five point spread, uh, especially with how the Seahawks been looking. So, yeah, I, I love the Seahawks. Yeah, perfect storm here uh, for me. You know, you got the Seahawks who seem to be in every single game they play uh, despite, uh, you know, kind of their preseason prediction and this Chargers team that uh, can't seem to blow anybody out uh, despite all the talent on their team. Um, I I really like the Seahawks plus the five here. Uh, Love getting that four and a half uh, hook. Um, Anytime you can get inside of that, uh, covering inside of that four number, that key number, that's that's always great. Um, If you're worried about it, buy it up to – you know, seven, eight and a half. Uh, if you want to do it one score game, I don't, I really don't think you need it. I think the Seahawks can win this game outright. Um, if you had to, I don't, I don't know if it's what's the NFL called comeback player of the year or most improved. I don't know if they've got if they just do one or if there's uh, two separate. But Geno Smith for me, um, he's played like a top ten quarterback this year. Um, so I think he he. Needs to get a little bit of uh, respect for what's going on in Seattle because um, I don't think a lot of people gave him credit. People just penciled in uh, Drew Locke uh, to lead this team as soon as that trade happened. And, and Gino has been um, probably the, the biggest positive surprise in the league uh, so far, for me at least. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love the Seahawks here. The Chargers, something's amiss there. I. We've talked about this, Adam. I know you feel it. Brendan Staley 
I, I don't think it's there. I don't, I don't think he's the guy. Um, Good D coordinator. Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't know that he's he's the leader of men that corrals this uh, this locker room because week in and week out, it's just it's the same stupid stuff that's getting them in trouble, that's allowing them not to pull away from games. Um, there's way too much talent on the field um, for them to barely be able to scrape by against Denver. Um, you know, to get blown out at home against Jacksonville. Um, who you cannot use that, oh, we don't have great home fan base because, you know what, Jags fans aren't traveling. Um, yeah, I just, for me, I think I think the Seahawks probably have the best vibes. Uh, it it got to be going on in that locker room in the NFL. Pete Carroll is just loving it right now. Uh, I think that t- team is just in a really good place. Um, They're so, a good team. Yeah, I, I love the Seahawks here, uh, plus the five. It's it's definitely one of my favorite plays of the week. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I seem to be picking a confidence spread every single game. Recent last couple of games are going through. And they but, cover. They cover. But but um, yeah. No, I'm with you. I love the Seahawks here. I, I mean, one of my favorite things to look at is um, teams that are trending up and teams that are trending down. And if you get one where you get a team that's trending up versus a team that's trending down, you know, I love picking the team that's trending up. And, you know, I think the Seahawks are in a clear trending up right now while the Chargers, you know, they're kind of trending down. Um, You know, we we talked about they only had one blowout. What was that against the Texans? And what it was only by like 10 points, which you can barely call a blowout yeah it was a lot closer than it seemed you know they just went away ran away with it early and then Texans were able to claw back a little bit but um the Seahawks team is just they're trending in the right direction and uh, every things are going right for them Chargers they're even getting even more beat up right now so I'm right there with you guys I love the Seahawks team plus five yeah um yeah, I just uh, I really think they're they're one of the uh, um, teams just not getting enough respect from Vegas right now. I mean, they didn't cover a couple weeks ago against the Saints, um, but that was on a kind of a crazy last uh, that Taysom Hill run. Otherwise, they should have covered uh, inside of that number too. So um, they like the Falcons have just been fantastic at covering lines this year. So um, fire up the Seahawks this week. All right, next game up, guys. We've got the Chiefs taking on the Niners. Uh, this game is in San Francisco, where the Niners are two and a half point underdogs at home. Over under in this one set at forty eight and a half. Uh, let's go to Robbie to start this one off. Oh, I'm sure people were expecting last week's 49ers to uh, have done a little bit better against the Falcons in that one, but. Um, leading up to it, you know, they had quite a few injury, pretty key injuries um, right before it. Um, you know, you, you got, um, you know, Bosa was out um, that we that game. Um, you know, Eric Armstead, uh, Jimmy Ward, uh, Trent Williams. You know, they had a whole bunch of guys that were just out. And, you know, it made it a little tough, especially some key guys on the run defense. Um, like against the Falcons team that loves to run the ball. And and so, you know, I, I'm i actually I, I'm not confident in this game, really, but I think this is a good bounce-back 
back spot for the 49ers. Um, you know, this defense could be tough. You know, everything's looking prom. This is looking promising for Nick Bosa and Jimmy Ward and Eric Arm. No, not Eric Arm said. I, I think I, I saw he didn't practice. Uh, There's somebody else who I saw that was looking very positive to play. But, you know, those are key players right now on that defense. And I think this is a spot for the Niners to bounce back. Um, You know, Chiefs been looking pretty good. Um, They're slowly getting a little bit more together on offense. But, uh, you know, I I don't think uh, they're going to – I think the Niners could keep it close here. You know, it's it it seems like it should be closer than it probably looks, um, especially after looking at last week for the Niners. Uh, I I don't know. I this one's kind of a toss up to me. I don't feel great about it. Um, I like the Chiefs here with the two and a half. Um, I think the play I, I like more so, though, for this game is the under 48.5. That seems a little high for me. I think uh, this game will come in a little bit under that. Um, you know, Niners got a pretty solid defense, but I just I don't know that um, this Niners offense is going to be able to keep up with uh, what's going on with uh, Chiefs. Um, but at the same token, you know, the Chiefs aren't the 35-point scoring team. Uh, a week that they were a few years ago. So, um, yeah, I, I you know, this one's kind of a toss-up for me, especially with the Niners being at home. I'll, I'll take the Chiefs uh, minus the two and a half here. I just think um, Jimmy G is going to struggle to keep up, but uh, not feeling great about it. Yeah, I actually really like the Chiefs here, uh, getting a two and a half, um, or giving up the two and a half points. The 40, I mean, I wouldn't feel that way. The 49ers were even close to being or healthy. They, they're the most banged-up team in the league right now. Their defense, I think, last week they were down nine of their original 11 starters, um, which, which is unbelievable. Um, you know, that, that takes a toll. I don't care how good a coach you are. Um, and, and, you know, it's bad bad timing that they get the Chiefs. Um, you know, they, they, the offense didn't, didn't look terrible. I know they had a... A fumble return for a touchdown on them, but I think their offense last week was okay. Brandon Ayuk had a big week, um, and uh, you know I I think that's probably why this line's so high. I think that a lot of people are thinking that the 49ers offense could uh, could show up here. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree, but I, I just think that the Chiefs offense is going to overpower that banged up defense, uh, even on the road. And Chiefs come out of there with a dub. You know, I, I'm actually jumping on the Niners here. Um, you know, just mostly thinking back to stat saw a couple of weeks ago that that worked out well, and it's with Jim, Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan that that combo um, rallying after losing a game. Um, their record is just unbelievable. Um, so you know, I I'm actually gonna maybe throw a little bit on 49ers money line here. You know, I think they could pull off the upset right here. All right. Well, we will see. Uh, should be a good game. Um, of course, Super Bowl rematch. So uh, hopefully it's as good of a game as that one was. But uh, we shall see. Sure flex at the Sunday night. Yeah, instead we got Steelers-Dolphins. Uh, good segue, Adam. Dolphins are 7.5-point home favorites. Over-under in this one set at 44.5. Should be the return of Tua for this one. And... Um, yeah, I mean Steelers looking like uh, looks like Mitch is going to start, right? 
I am actually seeing uh, reports that Kenny Pickett's yeah. looking good to start oh, okay. this week. So be Pickett. Um, I don't think it changes a whole lot uh, for me, but uh, I, I don't feel great about this one. I just think um, first week back with Tua, I think they might be a little bit conservative uh, with some of the play calling, maybe not uh, trying to stick him back there too much to get his head taken off. I Actually, I probably shouldn't even make that comment. That's, that's a poor comment. Um, but nonetheless, you know, this whole thing with Tua and his head injury is a PR nightmare for the uh, Dolphins. So I just think they're going to kind of play it safe with him, especially first game back, um, and probably be a little bit more conservative with play calling run plays. I think it's a little bit lower scoring. Uh, and so I see Steelers coming in at seven and a half here. It seems like a big number to cover considering what I believe the game plan will be. So uh, I'll take the Steelers uh, plus the seven and a half coming off a big win at home. Yeah, this this one's a little tough one for me. You know, I, I think Kenny Pickett made it made me want to lean the Steelers, just stay with it. But um, I, I just feel like this Dolphins team has looked like a whole different club when you have Tua back there. As surprised at AM to say that um, seven weeks into the season, um, it's they've uh, looked good when he's been in. Um you know they that offense has been clicking when he's played, so I'm I'm hoping that, and especially since it's been a, quite a bit of time, I'm I'm assuming that he's pretty good to go, uh, and that he's gonna be a, as good as he was with this squad before, um, he went down with that infor- unfortunate concussion, um, you know that looked bad, and you know I, I I'm hoping that he's going to be able to rally off this but um i'm, I'm staying off this game altogether yeah I, I like the dolphins here i would have made him a confident pick if this line was seven or under um seven and a half uh, i'm getting a little concerned um dolphins actually have a pretty good record at home on primetime games uh fans turn up uh it you know i'm, I'm not too concerned about tua um you know, I I hope they at least give them a little bit more protection on some of the, the plays that go deep. But, uh, I mean, you saw this offense, you know, still pick up yards with two different quarterbacks, Thompson and, and Bridgewater. Um, you know, I I, I think the Steelers, uh, I think Mitch gives them a better chance to win than Pickett right now. Um, Mitch. Mitch. Mitch made a hell, he had a hell of a fourth quarter against the Bucks. Uh Three third in longs on the last drive, all converted. Um, and you know, this, the, the secondary last week for the Steelers, four new starters filling in for their, uh, injured, 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 uh, replacements. And, you know, they showed up pretty well, but I, I don't think against Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, Gasicki that they're going to be able to do the same on the road. Um, I, I think this one could get ugly if the Steelers can't get out to some, some decent start. Yeah, this, uh, I don't know, ugly, ugly uh, Sunday night game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a world where the Dolphins kind of picked up where they left off a couple weeks ago when uh, Tua was healthy and they're just um, really able to pour it on offensively. And uh, this game will get ugly fast, as you say, Adam. Speaking of ugly games. Oh, I'm ready for it. Yeah, we had to get here eventually, guys. Yeah. it's Bears heading to New England, Monday Night Football. Uh, Patriots are eight-point favorites at home. Maybe it should be double digits. I don't know. 
but yeah, Pats are eight point favorites at home here. Over under thirty nine and a half. I always love these lines with the Bears. Somehow an extremely low over under with an extremely high opposing team spread that shows you what they think of the Bears offense. Um, yeah, the Bears are kind of on the Panthers level for me uh, right now. Uh, I'm taking the Pats here, minus eight. Looks like Mac Jones uh, says he's going to play, so coming back from that ankle injury. Um, Damian Harris, too. Damian Harris coming back. Uh, they've got a really good thing going uh, with both of those backs. Ramondre's really played uh, well in his absence when he's taken kind of the full uh, workload, but um, I think the Bears' offense in particular is really going to struggle against this uh, um, Patriots' defense. Belichick is going to force uh, Fields to throw from inside the pocket, and he's really struggled with that this year. So I just I think it's uh, it's a tough matchup for the Bears. So I'll take the Pats minus the eight. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna side on that. Um, it seems like too big of a number to really feel comfortable with. You know, Bears at least the only the big advantage they have in this one is that they've got the eleven days in between games um so they've had some time to at least go through hopefully see what's not working and uh try to figure it out but i i still can't see any way that the patriots don't just run run away with this um you know this might be one as if leading up to it you know might feel like actually putting it on the pats but um for right now i i've got slight feeling that the bears are going to kind of fix what's going on and um, be able to um, put up an offensive fight. So I'm going to break in here with spoiler. Kevin White. We have a Kevin White sighting on Thursday. Oh, that's oh, Kevin White. That is Kevin White. That's Kevin White. That's Kevin White. Oh, my God. Almost scored his first ever <laughs> touchdown in his career. Still has but it. But he stepped out of bounds. No! Oh, that I, looks like some white. I don't oh, know. That's white on the white. The best play he's ever had. Yeah, wow. 100%. You know, if Kevin White was on the Bears going against this Pats team, I think you, you know, could overturn maybe. that. Nah. Well, and just getting back to this matchup, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I eight's a tough line. I, I know I, I'm going to pick the Pats. Um but I'm just a little concerned about a backdoor cover. Um, you can't be as bad as the Bears were in the red zone last week unless you're the Broncos. Um, you know, they, they were able to move the ball. I know that the team doesn't have the best defense, um, but, they, you know, they're middle of the road, not not the Patriots level. Um, you know, I, I, I think Patriots cover here unless Bears, you know, come out with maybe only one turnover. If they if they force the Bears to turn over the football, it's going to get ugly fast, so. Um. Yeah, give me the Pats here. I also like the over. I, the Patriots have been putting up a lot more points than this line would indicate in the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I, you know, I know Mac Jones is going to be available. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they give Zappy one more one more shot to see just what they have because you know they've looked like a different team with him in there. They've they've, they've looked good. They've yeah. dominated. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just roll him out for one more week and let Mac Jones get one hundred percent. All right, well, guys, that'll that'll do it for the uh, the week seven slate. Let's quickly recap the lead pipe locks. So, Adam, you uh, audibled the Titans minus two and a half. Robbie got Jets plus one, and then I took Texans plus seven. So, Titans minus two and a half, Jets plus one, 
and Texans plus seven. As for the podcast, we've got uh, quite a few options here that we all really like. Uh, a little mood music set you in here, guys. All confident uh, on Giants, Titans, Falcons, and Seahawks. Oh, there's one that I, I've been feeling more and more as this podcast is going on. Oh, and it's the Seahawks. I've been I, really feeling. The Seahawks I love the Seahawks. Right Seahawks. Yeah, getting five. At a place that they're going to have the home field advantage. I I like the Seahawks. Okay, we want to throw that one in. You want to talk about a special team advantage? That's like the best special teams versus the worst special teams too. That's yeah. That, that could swing a game one play. Um, we sure did talk up the Giants quite a bit. We did talk up the Giants. You know, I I'm I'd, I'd do it. Getting three I, money I think line. Safe. Three is pretty safe. Three feels safe. Yeah. I'd rather take the three. Giants aren't going to get blown up. What's the third? Titans? Go all dogs? Or we go Falcons? I, I'm good with either. God, will the Colts screw us again? <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to mess with it. They, I, they I screwed know. us like last two, three weeks. I don't know if we go all three road teams. It's a Road dogs? Three road dogs? Oh, oh, oh. Or maybe we do. I don't know. I'm good with either. Whatever you guys want. I don't know. That uh, the Falcons line seems juicy, but I, I, I really like the Titans. You know, Adam, I, I know you locked them up. I, I like it. I think, they, I think they should be able to handle it if you want to go that route. Robbie? I'm good with that. Yeah, they, they should be able to handle Giants, it. Giants, Titans, Seahawks. Lock Giants, it in. Titans, Seahawks. I feel great. This is the best I've felt about three games going. Well, four games, but you can only choose three. Well, we need it. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, a lot of agreement here. Uh, I don't know. These There's some polarizing lines here. Uh, something seems off. Oh, Taysom Hill. No, oh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Finds a way to get in the end zone. Oh, I knew I should, <laughs> I should have started in the squanters. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Well, that'll do it for us this week. Um, we'll be back next week breaking down week eight for you. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week. Take care.